Korean National Radio. Hello and welcome to Bulgaria Today, the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria, bringing you news, stories and music from this country. I'm Kustodin Atanasov, joining you from the studio of the Bulgarian National Radio here in Sofia. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today First, the main headlines on Friday the 2nd of June. Sirens sounded in honor of the memory of Christo Botev and all heroes who have laid down their lives for their country. We continue to change democratic Bulgaria and Gerb Sedese approved list of ministers for joint cabinet. Bulgarian Socialist Party wants to know what 2 billion euros from the fiscal reserve was spent on. Theodor Ushev presents a retrospective exhibition in the French city of Annecy. Vitusha Mountain summer season starts. Grigor Dimitrov qualifies for the third round of Roland Garros. Now the news in full. At 12 o'clock sharp, sirens sounded for the space of two minutes and people remained motionless where they stood to honor the memory of revolutionary poet Christo Botev and all people who have given their lives for the freedom and independence of Bulgaria. Earlier in the day, thousands went to Ukolchica Peak where Christo Botev was killed 147 years ago to pay their respects at the monument to him. Caretaker Premier Gulab Donev received the Guard of Honor in the foothills of Ukolchica and gave a speech. We live in clamorous times, he said, in which it is difficult to tell the truth from a lie. Gulab Donev called for the truth to never be withheld and on this day the legacy of Christo Botev and of all people who have let down their lives for free and independent Bulgaria to be heeded. At the National Assembly, the MPs made the declarations honoring Christo Botev on behalf of their parliamentary groups. We continue the change democratic Bulgaria and GERP SEDESE, which are negotiating to form a government with the second mandate, have approved a list of names of possible future ministers. We continue the change democratic Bulgarian nominee for Prime Minister Nikolai Denkov said for Nova TV. He is expected to head the cabinet for the first nine months and then for the same period Maria Gabriel, proposed by GERP SEDESE, will succeed him in the post. According to an official information, Maria Gabriel, waiting for her turn, will take the post of Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Foreign Affairs. Former Finance Minister Sam Vasilev and Co-Chairman of We Continue the Change from the Petkov Cabinet will once again take this post. The Minister of Energy will be Rumen Radev, Vice-Chairman of the Association of Industrial Capital. The director of the Chief Directorate for Combating Organized Crime, Kalin Stoyanov, has been appointed as the Interior Minister. The Defense Ministry will be taken over by the expert with many years of experience, Todor Tagarev, and the Justice Ministry, the current Deputy Minister of Justice, Emil Dechev. 
the cabinet ministers have been selected in such a way that they could receive broad support in the parliament, Nikolai Denkov commented on the sidelines of the National Assembly. He added that the names of the ministers were approved by the national councils of We Continue the Change and Democratic Bulgaria. We are worried by what is happening in Bulgaria's finances and especially the management of the fiscal reserve as well as the state the silver fund is in and how secure it is, said Rumen Gechev from the Bulgarian Socialist Party in Parliament. In his words, the information disclosed by Finance Minister Rusica Velkova indicates that a total of around 2 billion euros from the fiscal reserve was spent in the months of March and April. We have the suspicion it was not spent as allocated, Romengechev said and added that there is a sensitive component of the fiscal reserve, the silver fund, which guarantees the stability of the state pensioning system. Rumen Gechev added that the Bulgarian Socialist Party wants an official answer from the Minister of Finance to the question what this money was spent on. The money from the Silver Fund and for the European projects is there in the fiscal reserve, the Ministry of Finance stated in response. Publicly available data is attached to the Ministry's statement regarding the state the fiscal reserve is in and the balance in the so-called single account at the Bulgarian National Bank. A large retrospective exhibition of the world-famous Bulgarian animator and director Theodor Ushev will be open to visitors from today at the medieval castle in Ansi. The exhibition entitled Matter of Memory will continue until the 2nd of October this year and in it, in 18 huge halls, more than 250 exhibits will be shown. Research drawings, sketches of scenarios, notebooks, phases of animation, items from the personal archive. In addition, from the 1st to the 7th of June, there will be a live performance of the artist. The presentation of the author will be highlighted with screenings of several of his films, which will allow visitors to observe the transition from the still to the moving image and understand his artistic approach, said the Bulgarian Cultural Institute in Paris. On a large wall commissioned for the exhibition, the 20th century film trilogy will be shown, accompanied by illustrated books, posters and installations by Theodor Ushev. The exhibition is funded by the Canadian and French governments and will later be shown in Montreal. The partner of the event is the Bulgarian Cultural Institute in Paris. The official opening will take place on the 8th of June. The Vitusha summer season is to start officially this Saturday, the 3rd of June. In addition to hiking, the mountain also offers excellent conditions for practicing mountain biking with numerous routes of different levels of difficulty. Three lifts, the Simeonovo cable car Vitushkulale 1 and Vitushkulale 2 will operate every weekend under favorable weather conditions until the end of the season. For the convenience of cyclists, the lifts are equipped with special hooks for hanging bicycles. The start of the season is marked by the traditional cycling race Home Mountain Enduro.
The best Bulgarian tennis player Grigor Dimitrov has defeated the Finnish Emil Rusuvori by 7-6-6-3-6-4 in the second round of the French Open Championship and continues to advance in the tournament without losing a set. His next opponent will be the German Daniel Altmaier, who unexpectedly eliminated the eighth seed Yannick Sinner from Italy in five sets and after five hours of play. Daniel Altmaier occupies the 79th place in the world ranking, 50 positions behind Grigor Dimitrov. In the only match between them in 2021, the Bulgarian won 6-4, 6-2. On Saturday, a cold atmospheric front will sweep across the country. Kamalanimbus clouds will develop over the northwestern part of the country in the morning and will spread to southeastern Bulgaria in the afternoon and until midnight. Hell is also in the forecast. Daytime temperatures will drop slightly, reaching a maximum of 20-27 degrees Celsius. For Sofia, around 22 degrees. Over the mountains there will be Kamalanimbus clouds and rapid bursts of rain and thunderstorms. Maximum temperature at an altitude of 1200 meters around 16 degrees at 2000 meters around 10 degrees. Over the Black Sea coastline the weather will be predominantly sunny. Maximum temperatures 21-24 degrees Celsius. Temperature of the seawater 20-22 degrees Celsius. Bulgaria today. You're listening to the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria. Now the headlines once again. Sirens sounded in honor of the memory of Christo Botev and all heroes who have let down their lives for their country. We continue the change democratic Bulgaria and Gerb Sedese approve list of ministers for joint cabinet. Bulgarian Socialist Party wants to know what 2 billion euros from the fiscal reserve was spent on. Theodor Ushev presents a retrospective exhibition in the French city of Ansi. Vitusha Mountain summer season starts. Grigor Dimitrov qualifies for the third round of Roland Garros. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Next on the show, expectations for successful tourist season despite belated summer and rising prices don't go away. Travel The tourism industry in Bulgaria expects a better summer season compared to 2022 as there are prospects of reaching the levels of the pre-pandemic 2019. Revenues of at least 2.3 billion euros are expected in the sector. Judging by the early bookings, there is increased interest in the country and signs for a return to some markets. There are prerequisites for a successful season, but not the one we should have, which means sustainable and long-term one. The problem is that the active tourist season in this country is quite short and this is what has been bothering us for years, tourism expert Konstantin Zankov told Radio Bulgaria. 
година, нали, освен европейските пазари, които са основни, естествено за нас. This year, apart from the European markets, which are the main ones for us, we have a rise in the number of tourists from Israel and Great Britain. However, there is decline in the German market. We lost it during the pandemic. Back then, we tried to restore it with some measures for charter flights and payment per seat, but this didn't work as the program stopped as soon as it started. The German market is very important for us. It is true that we expect more German tourists this summer, but we are far from the pre-pandemic levels. The industry will try to compensate for this outflow with attracting tourists from other European countries, but it is important for the sector to fully regain its positions on the German market, says Konstantin Zankov. Over 2 million Bulgarians will choose to vacation at the Bulgarian Black Sea coast, the Ministry of Tourism forecasts. The cold spring and the belated summer, however, have had their effect. People are still undecided about their summer vacation or when to book it. The beginning of the season will not be strong. We can see that when it's cold and rainy, people don't think about the sea. It is a distant thought for them, although we are at the start of the summer season. This definitely shows that there will be lower occupancy in June. But as the weather improves, the number of bookings is expected to rise, which will naturally have a positive impact in the months of July and August, Konstantin Zankov went on to say. It turns out that galloping inflation, political uncertainty and the war raging nearby are not able to stop the dream of holiday by the waves. And yet, how much more expensive will vacation at the Bulgarian Black Sea coast be this summer? Speaking about individual segments and resorts, hotels and seasons, there is a rise in prices between 15 and 27 to 28 percent, but it depends on the hotel, whether the stay is early, late or in the peak season and what the price includes. The guest has the opportunity to book a vacation with the same parameters but simply reschedule their vacation by the sea by a few days. Price hikes are observed everywhere. In Greece, the price rise is much more serious as well as in Turkey. In Bulgaria, this also affects the number of overnight stays. For example, if last year a vacationer had an average of seven nights in the high season, Now they can book six in this season or change the parameters of the vacation, Konstantin Zankov said in conclusion. Spring has so far been cool this year, which will push back rose picking. In the Valley of Roses around the towns of Kazanluk and Karlovo, it only started a week ago. Usually rose picking begins at the end of May and its start is celebrated with exuberance in the Valley of Roses. The traditional massive street parades and parties dedicated to Damask roses go far back to the time when they were first brought to Bulgaria. 
In Kazanluk, in the heart of the Valley of Roses, the festival has a history spanning 120 years. A rose festival was first held in Kazanluk in 1903 and it was all about charity and giving. It was a fundraising event to help orphans, the socially disadvantaged and people with tuberculosis, a deadly disease at that time. Rose exhibitions were organized in Kazanluk. Picture postcards from the Valley of Roses were made and sold at the festival. Now that the pandemic years and the COVID-19 restrictions are behind us, Kazanluk is getting ready to welcome a record number of tourists for the Jubilee edition of the Rose Festival. Some of them will travel thousands of kilometers to join the street procession on Saturday the 3rd of June, a hallmark for Kazanluk. The festive program begins on the 2nd of June with concerts, recitals, exhibitions and will go on until Sunday the 4th of June. The festivities will reach their high point on Saturday when a carnival procession with thousands of guests from the country and abroad will pass through the town. Every year the number of tourists coming to the festival goes up and before the pandemic had reached more than 100,000. This year we shall have more than 4,000 guests from different formations taking part in the parade and the carnival. There will be a new element in the procession with the costumes from all folklore regions from Kazanluk's sister cities, says Kazanluk mayor Galina Stojanova and adds After 2020, when travel was restricted, this is actually the first year in which we have delegations coming from all twin towns, starting with Seoul in South Korea, China, Italy, France, North Macedonia. In Greece, we have two twin cities. This year, we shall add three more sister cities in Poland, Vietnam and Iran. Interest has always hinged on the production of and trade in rose oil, and there are festivals of roses and flowers in all of these towns. We are publishing an album named Old Kazanluk this year, a compilation of photographs selected out of the photographs given us by 276 locals who handed us more than 5,000 photos tracing the history of the town. The festival in Kazanluk also features performances by world-famous musicians like Bonnie M. Experience. The procession on Saturday will be joined by Pambus from Cyprus, famous in this country with his dance school. He was also on the jury of the Queen Rose contest, which took place a week before the festival, says Galina Stojanova. Rose picking is an essential element of the celebrations in Kazanluk, with guests going to the rose plantations to pick the flower petals themselves. There are families who make a living out of roses. There are 5,500 hectares of rose plantations in the Valley of Roses. 70% of them are around the towns Kazanluk and Karlovo. There are close to 30 functioning distilleries on the territory of the entire region, Galina Stojanova says and adds. In previous years, the pandemic caused some people to give up rose growing. Some replaced roses with other essential oil crops. 
Now we are seeing a revival of rose production. One of the difficulties in the campaign this year is finding seasonal workers, but for the time being it seems everyone has been fending for themselves. The government should also be helping rose production because it is more than a tradition. It is one of the few sectors developing entirely thanks to manual labor. Rose growers say that this year the yield is 4 tons per kilogram of rose extract. That is to say the campaign will once again be difficult. The price has soared to 8-9000 euro per kilogram of essential rose oil, giving us the hope of seeing people going back to the kind of rose growing and rose oil production we used to have during the better years, Galina Stoyanova says. Because it is celebrating the 120th anniversary of its Rose Festival, the town of Kazanluk was chosen as the venue for this year's annual World Meeting of the Bulgarian Media, organized by the Bulgarian news agency BTA since 2005. Song of the Day On the 2nd of June, the day of Botev and those who fell for Bulgaria's freedom, we bring you a song based on the poems of Hristo Botev. The poem Na Proštavane or At Farewell is deemed a personal confession of the great Bulgarian poet and revolutionary. It was written back in 1868 in Broila, Romania and was first published on the 25th of June. 1871, in the second issue of Botev's newspaper, Word of Bulgarian Emigrants. Even before the liberation of Bulgaria from the Ottoman rule in 1878, the poem gained widespread popularity and was disseminated as a song. Researchers assumed that the earliest version of the poem, which was not printed by Hristo Botev, yet it was well known, was the basis of the song's copies. The song is part of the music repertoire of the popular folklore formation Eva Quartet, almost since its inception in 1996, and its performance have always impressed both Bulgarian and foreign listeners. Eva Quartet was formed by conductor Milen Ivanov and by four girls from the Mystery of the Bulgarian Voices Choir, Gergana Dimitrova, Sofia Janeva, Evelina Spasova and Daniela Stoichkova. The arrangement is by Milen Ivanov, who also takes part in it as a vocalist. Next we bring you the song at Farewell to the rendition of Eva Quartet. The song is available for listening only on the website of the Bulgarian National Radio. That has been all on Bulgaria today, this Friday, the 2nd of June. You can follow the latest news and developments in this country on our website. Don't forget that you can always write to us at radiobulgaria at bnr.bg or english at bnr.bg. And of course, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Radio Bulgaria English Service. Thank you for being with us today. Join us again on Monday. Stay healthy and take care. Bulgarian National Radio.